0: And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football champions for 1949. All oh, beautiful me,
1: you got all what I need. <laughs> Dimsey hits Davenfear. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Column Coyle hitting Infinity. This is Colm's first punch. Finity, delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell come in and thinks that the best action is to go down.
0: What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10, Dublin 15. So Joe McDonough, GAA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and these are the football champions.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another We Army podcast. I'm Mickey Brennan from Simonstown Gales, and I'm joined by uh, Dunsany Mann uh, and PRO of the Meek County Board, Mr. Ciarán Flynn. Karen how are you keeping you well?
0: Oh, sure. All is good. Pope has been through. I feel very blessed with myself, so yeah, all is good. Funnily
1: enough, <laughs> as it was coming in, I did notice that you were sporting the Antrim colours on the car. You had a, an Antrim flag. It's got a little emblem on it as well. But what, What's the story with the Antrim flag and the emblem on it?
0: Oh, it was Bill Kesman Park. That's how I supporting that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you, uh, just as you mentioned it, how was the Pope? You were there on Saturday night in Croker. That
0: was a bit of a crack at various like It's only happened once in a lifetime or definitely the next time he comes around they'll probably be wheeling me wheeling me to see him but overall it was good and it was good for the people of Ireland that he's what 1979's so was here last so I think everyone that went is happy they went if you didn't go so that's your own
1: business yeah, yeah. We, won't, we, we won't discuss the controversy no, or acting like that we'll bring we'll in party take, politics if exactly but well, we'll take it as it is and as you said it was a great day in Crow Park and it's great that Crow Park that we have a venue like Crow Park for holding such events, but uh, um, that was the weekend that was um, with the Pope. Um, moving on to much holier things, the GAA. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a look back over the results from the weekend. Um, obviously, it was a big weekend in Mead GAA. Uh, the Ferry House Steel Senior Championship, uh, the group stage came to an end, the Mead Potato um, Group Stage Intermediate Championship, that came to an end, and obviously the Chocolate Taric Junior uh, championship, their group stages came to an end, and we now know the pairings or most of the pairings for the championship quarterfinals. There are some preliminary quarterfinals, so we will be looking through them, uh, looking down here beside me um, at uh, the Chuckrok junior championship we 're just going to have a quick look through that. Cairn-Ross, St Bridget's and Myla were the top three teams in Group A. In Group B, it was Beliver, St Vincent's and Dunsany. And then in Group, uh, sorry, that was Group B. And in Group C, um, we had St Peter's, Dunboyne and Shockland and Wolf Tones coming out of that group. Now, just looking uh, through it, it means now that Core Town, um, who I suppose, and Drumcondrat, are, are, and obviously on as well from Group C, they're going to be part of the relegation um, f- from uh, that junior championship. So, uh, you know, is, is there any surprises that you saw in any of the, the, the teams that didn't go through to the quarterfinals or ended up in a, in a relegation fight?
0: No, I think, uh, unfortunately for them, I think we had the nail kind of slowly yeah. loosened to the coffin and then were good for weeks back. There is something about the relegation, though, is in, with the junior B, it depends on who wins the junior B, yeah. will dictate who gets relegated. If a first team wins the Junior B, then a first team must be relegated, and if a second team wins the Junior B, a second team has to be relegated. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the obviously the likes of Court and O'Connor. will be hoping someone strong from the second teams will win the Junior B, and mm-hmm. then obviously O'Malley said, well, maybe they want to be in the Junior B, but. They'll be thinking as well, they probably want the first team to win the Junior yeah, Well,
1: In fairness to them, last year uh, they did finish bottom of the table and they wanted to be relegated as well. But I think Simonstown just finished below them and yeah, they weren't yeah. allowed to go down. But um, it does make for some interesting quarter finals uh, in the Chocolate Tower qu- uh, Junior Championship. On Tuesday, the 4th of September at 8 pm, on screen, we'll see Dunsany and Wolf Tones in a preliminary quarter-final. Um, Wolf Tones' first team also in a preliminary quarter-final, interestingly enough, in the Senior Championship. But in the Junior Championship, it's your own club, Dunsaini, mm. taking on Wolf Tones in that uh, junior uh, quarter-final preliminary round to take on the winners of Group A, which was Karner Ross. How do you see that game against Wolf Tones going?
0: Well, it's interesting. Just if a quick review of the game in Paratolchon. Dunsaini uh, had a brilliant first half, in part the last day, but a good resurgent Menalty came back and scored a penalty in injury time to get it back to a draw, knowing that they needed to win. The draw was good enough for Dunsany, and they had a chance to score near the very end and missed. So Dunsany, they des- very much deserving winners, probably based on the first half and maybe the first 10 15 minutes of the second half, but they nearly got out of Dale. So it be interesting. The Tones have a hard task ahead of them. They're playing an intermediate hurling quarter final on Saturday in Trim, Then they'll have to play obviously senior football on Monday, and then anyone that's not used will play on the Tuesday, so it'll be. A lot of, they'll be kind of checking their panels and making sure that they have everyone going, but it's very hard to know when you play a second team. Dunsainy got knocked out last year to Sober Hill at the same stage, so Dunsainy will want to go one better and hopefully play Karna Ross in a final, but... It's very hard. to see what the Tones bring to the table. Who's yeah, it all depends. The and, it's a well. very
1: busy weekend for Wolf Tones, hmm. in fairness, with the hurling, the seniors out on the Monday and then the juniors out on Tuesday. So um, they could be depleted going into that game and it could suit Dunsany um, to go through. But anyway, the winners of that game will take on Karen Ross. We have no dates... For anything other than the preliminary quarterfinals at the moment. Tomorrow, Tuesday, the dates will be out, I'm sure, for the quarterfinals. Well, the CCC usually meet every
0: Tuesday, or, or give or take that, so we'll, we'll probably see fixtures soon enough.
1: So that uh, that sees, uh, as we said, Can Ross taking on either Dunsany or Wolf Tones after that preliminary quarterfinal. The next game sees Beliver taking on Dunshocklin. Um, Beliver, who topped their group um, in Group B, taking on Dunshocklin, who finished, I think, second in uh, Group C. Uh, Dunshockland really turned that year around as well in junior because they were struggling maybe fifth or sixth in that and then the last few results climbed up that table but you would think that Beliver are going to be too strong for them in that game.
0: Yeah I think as I said Canros and Beliver who are just a quick note on that they are opposite sides of the, the draw for the if they win so if it's going on what we've said Beliver should be probably Convincing winners, under Scotland, I'd say.
1: Yeah, and Believer did have five wins out of five yeah. in the group stage. I so only got pipped in the
0: league final by Manolty, ironically, who yeah. are out of the championship now. But the league final might be solid for them. I don't know, but Believer definitely be hard to beat. And I don't think Dundalk will have enough.
1: And then the next team we see, the next quarter final, we'll see St Peter's Dunboyne taking on um, Moyla. Moyla who finished third in their group um, in in Group A. Taking on one of our favourites, we said this from early on, depending on how, how uh, Dumboyne were able to um, keep their squad together and not lose as many players to the first team. doesn't look like they've lost many players to their first team. They're still top of uh, Group C and they will be taking on Moila, who finished in third place in Group A. So again, you know, you'd, you'd have to be favouring Dumboyne in that game.
0: I think so as I said they've managed their squad very convincingly this year and they seem to have a lot of players, a lot of youth players coming through. They still have some veterans hanging around the squad which is helping them a lot. Uh, I remember last year Mile obviously had a great run getting to the final. I ref them in bad last year, they bet the Tones, who are second team as well, but in the quarter final but I think definitely St Peters will be the stronger team. As I said if they keep the squad together now they definitely
1: have a big chance of winning the junior A as well. They do indeed. And then the next one sees St. Vincent's taking on St. Bridget's. Um, St. Bridget's finished second in Group A and uh, St. Vincent's finished second in Group B to Beliver, um on seven points. Again, that's a hard one to call. Two teams fairly evenly matched. Um, and, you know, uh, both of them looking at a semi-final here. Um, and the winner of that game obviously will take on the winner of Carnaross Ross, Dunsany and Wolf Tones in the semi-final. It's... it's one versus four and two versus three so we would see Karen Ross or Dunsaney Wolf Tones taking on St Vincent's or St Bridget's so either either team have you know have their work cut out against them in the semi-final
0: Absolutely it's hard though with the Vincent's Bridget's you'd imagine the Bridget's might just be slightly slightly better maybe based on maybe some of their league form in the last years they've probably played in Division 3 a lot more than the Vincent's have but that's interesting like I said when the Vincent's bet Dunsaney earlier in the year was a great result for them and they probably cemented their number two spot and that's a spot probably any wanted and they'd rather be there but they're not and the Vincents are there by merit and I think the Vincents won't go down without a fight but you'd imagine you'll see probably the Bridges winning that and playing potentially Karen Ross maybe in a semi-final but I wouldn't like to go against my own lads they're going to beat the Tones as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking uh, seeing the teams that are left there I'm going to say it's going to be a Carnaross St Peter's Dunboyne final and depending on how far St Peter's Dunboyne's senior team go I would think St Peter's Dunboyne are favourites for that junior championship at the minute
0: yeah absolutely heap it on anyone but Dunsany they're no good they won't <laughs> go you know, keep, just keep the hype f- but yeah dunboyne I think will definitely be the team to beat yeah
1: semi-finals yeah. of course will take place on the 7th, 8th and ninth yeah, of September the planners, um, going by the planners so that's going to be a massive weekend um, with all the quarterfinals taking place I heard the Pope is coming back actually the Pope he's, is coming, coming to see the games so. it's coming back for the Dunsany game I yeah think, I think so we need the to give them the a blessing <laughs> yeah divine inspiration uh, moving on to the Mead uh, Potato uh, intermediate quarterfinals and again we've got a the preliminary round taking place Saturday, the first of September at 7 p.m. in Dunshanklin, and that sees Dunderry taking on Deeliebelliastown, and uh, the prize for winning that game is a quarter-final berth against Ballon Abraki, who topped their group in, a- in Group A. That's uh, like Dunderry. We, ne- we, we myself and yourself spoke about them earlier in the year, um, and on many a podcast. They still haven't reached the heights we thought they would, but. I, I, they're coming up against Dalik Bellius turn who you know are well used to senior championship it's not going to be an easy game for them in that preliminary quarter final. You no
0: know, it's two teams we probably picked to be maybe first or second in their group mm-hmm. definitely not third and in the preliminary but I still think Dundry now that they're here like I saw they had members of their club who won there with Perth or whatever it was it I saw the whoever won the Australia Western Australia they have a lot of members away too more than any other club but they're hoping to get lads back from America and I saw the the Dunderry Piero had a very interesting tweet about a uh, Conor O'Shea, <laughs> With a, he was sporting a brand new kind of fade or something, it had a picture of some South American soccer player or something. So they're having a bit of fun on Twitter, but absolutely, uh, Dunderry possibly to beat the leak, but that won't be an easy one to call no.
1: it won't and the winner of that is going to be bruised and battered after that game and then have to go out and take on Ballinabracky in the quarter final who again myself and yourself we did say that Ballinabracky um, and maybe Oldcastle they were the two teams that we, we, we kind of said would do well in this championship but as I mentioned Oldcastle they're in the second game they're going to take on Sidden, a Sidden team who are absolutely flying this year um, and uh, we're very unlucky in, in the league final. I believe was it they did they lose the league final?
0: Yeah, there isn't three two old castle. Yeah, yep. two two yep. So like
1: it's and, and and not only that, but old who we said would do well in this championship are going well. They didn't go well at the start, but they've really came back into it. They found themselves in a uh, in a quarter final against the gr- winners of Group B, which is Sydney. Um Sidden, I know from speaking to uh, a couple of lads from Sydney, they do have a really good squad. Uh, they had a man sent off in the game last weekend. I think his name is John Farley. He's a big player for them. And their problem is is that. They, uh, I think it was two yellow cards actually, but it's the second time he was sent and off. CL, years, right? So we so get yeah. four weeks. Um, well, they you only get one
0: game for that, I think, or, or two weeks. we missed miss the game regardless, anyway.
1: But their game was on Friday, so if he gets a two-week ban, he still have to miss the game though. He regardless. still have to miss the game, the game, right? Okay, then that's an interesting one for them because I, uh, from speaking to uh, a couple of lads from Sydney, they were saying that their squad is, is is small, that's the yeah. problem. You know, they they're playing off maybe 17, 18 players so they can't take injuries or Of course off. they've
0: always been probably in the the bottom division, not not because of talent at underage, but because of size. Be. Yeah, numbers. And then when they hit about fifteen they join up with Castletown their neighbours as Killery Emmett's and they'd they'd shoot up the divisions because they're 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 basically the older lads get to play at their level and they're well able for it. So it just shows you if they can keep lads together and build that squad at all, they definitely will be be, I still don't think they'll be good enough to win the championship, but at this stage, everyone has a chance. Like it's only a matter of you go out and you play the game and hope for the best and just keep trying. And like as we talked about before, but essentially and all these different clubs are kind of maybe were down and out and all of a sudden win championships and even like Screen two thousand ten come out of the blue and these kind of things, yeah, it can happen. All you have to do is keep trying. And like Sydney could easily beat Oldcastle or. Oldcastle come out in Trounce. Yeah, something. it depends on yeah.
1: which old castle come out because yeah. as we've seen this year, old castles results have been a difference. So it all depends on, on which team comes out. Um, in the third game, sees Ballinlock taking on last year's beaten finalist St. Michael's. Um, and in the fourth game, we have Longwood taking on Trim, a nice local derby there between Longwood and Trim. But going back to the Ballinlock St. Michael's game, St. Michael's, um, who finished third in their group, which is Group A, Probably not where they wanted to finish, obviously, um, having been beaten finalists last year. They're still there, they're in the quarter-final, but they don't have an easy draw against Ballenlach.
0: No, and I think they probably, I know they were in the final last year, but I do think Ballenlach and Thrym probably were better teams, and they probably did. that group probably finished as close to maybe form as we probably thought, with Ballenlach and Trim finishing ahead. But the Michaels, and I said, we we're talking about Ballenlach, and... Father born and these people like. Yeah, I was
1: just going to say you. But I'm
0: tipping him. he's going to do that serious damage. <laughs> <laughs> he's going, to, he's keep coming. Like he's a, he's a, it, like an intense figure, and he brings, brings a kind of an intensity that is hard matched by anyone. Yeah. But the Michaels have got players, and they're well able. Like maybe they will learn from the fight. They didn't show up in the final last year. Corraha had a kind of an easy enough game, which they probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have got, and they wouldn't have got any other day. But
1: the Michaels will be hard Corraha had some really good footballers, in fairness, and uh, you know. Uh, struggled in senior this year and I didn't think they would I thought that they, they'd go well the but curse they of the did J-1. It, <laughs> the, the J1 the <laughs> curse of the J1 is right and then Longwood and Trim um in the last quarter final the, the semi finals will see the winner of Ballinabracky Dunderi, do to League on Longwood or, or or Trim so again local derby Longwood v Trim not an easy one Trim you know it was Kingpins in, in, in Gaelic football and Mead for so long back down an in intermediate, is this their year to get back up to senior championship?
0: Maybe I don't know. Mickey Burke might have something to say with that, or mm-hmm. Dan Mahilley. Some of these lads, but three of them good lads. We talked about the Douglases and Toher's and these lads, but it's just a matter. Will trim click? Because maybe at times they've seemed like a maybe a bit kind of disjointed at times and lacking maybe a kind of a kind of a single goal or kind of a you know when we talk about team like Tyrone and so these seem to seem to be very much hitting the game plan and. Very much kind of one mindness that they do everything trying as instructed. So mm-hmm. sometimes seem to be kicking the ball this way, while the fellow was running that way, and they seem to be. When it's not going well, it goes very poor for them. But when they click, they're they're very dynamic and they're very hard bet. But I think Longwood. are When we said we struggled to pick a winner between Mead Hill and Longwood the last day, because they're kind of two kind of clubs with soft spots, kind of the way they were playing. So I think Longwood could be the the Leicester City at the intermediate. I think they're going all the way.
1: Longwood are going all yeah. the way right. Hopefully they do for the crackle of, you know, I, I, I just think maybe uh, looking at the uh, at the way the fixtures are, record, are coming through I see Dundry getting getting the better of Deleek, town. Ballonabrackie and Dundry will be a hard one to call in and Oldcastle, <laughs> I'm going to go with Siddon Ballonlock and St Michael's I'm going to just go with St Michael's just on pure um, uh, experience from last year Longwood and Trim I think longwood will have uh, will have uh, just a little bit too much strength for them, but as for final. I I think Siddon are my outside bets for getting to the final here, but look, time will tell. Just another thing on that Intermediate Championship, Castletown, uh, St. Dalton's and Kilmainham will all be in the relegation for that one. Um, A word for St. Dalton's keeping up their good form, making it through to the um, uh, relegation finals once again. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great record, unfortunately. uh, In fairness to them, they they keep plugging away and getting through... Uh, uh, and stay in an intermediate I was talking to somebody the other day from uh, St. Dalton's and they reckon it's only a matter of time before St. Dalton's and Cortown amalgamate I know people don't want to hear that I spoke about it on my podcast last yeah. year with um, Garoud Rennicks from the MeGA he's, lad podcast yeah, P- and he's P.R.O. of the club yeah. he's P.R.O. of the club and, and, and you know I, it, they've they've amalgamated at underage No, they've always been amalgamated and it was called St. And yeah. um, but this year it's been made very clear they're yeah. called St Dalton's Court and yeah. for me I think it's the right way for them to go. They'd be a, a formidable team yeah, well, if they joined. Cohen,
0: like in, in future they would definitely yeah. will be building up their strength. And I think that is the model I always see the GA for one parish there probably should be one club. And that, the only exception to that I think is when you go into places like the towns, like in Avon and you go to the, like Column Guilds or some of these places, there may be need for more than one club. But there's no reason. Just say Tom Connor, Mead Hill. Like and they have great tradition. They're playing great football. But their pick is so small. It seems mad to have two clubs when they go together. Like you have a potential there, even of playing senior football. I'd say together.
1: Yeah. You, one, would Would know, you go up and bring the two sections? Uh, sections I think you'd have to be like uh, John
0: McCool again. The legends were. He fought the whole army of Connor one at a time. One at a time, need, I think. I think
1: you'd need Mo Molem to go up there and try <laughs> and try and get the two of them to speak to each other. But
0: no, well, see, they play together juvenile and they get on quite well, and they play in Division Two, Division One, Division Three, and they're very good. And then all of a sudden, if, you know, no, eighteen, agree, they start fighting. Each other. I, I'd
1: agree with you if they weren't if they were struggling. But both teams seem to be doing well. Mead Hill and uh, Drum
0: but I'm saying they could be playing senior football. That's, in, that's the difference that's maybe. the difference in me. yeah but I then, can see that but then there was a point made about that as well with Gael Colham-Kill and the Round Towers at Juvenile for example when they split up people were kind of thinking, what's what's going to happen but they were in under 12 finals there last year and Gael Colham-Kill had 25 players out and Round Towers had 25 players out and if they were the one club they might how only have you, one team maybe exactly and, and
1: how would you be able to keep 50 and players
0: and a B team or C team and who wants to play that when they can have their own team and that's the other side of the argument yeah, yeah. but see again that's the town maybe towns are different but. In a rural area like Bohermean, town maybe they'll have to look at themselves. But
1: yeah, and look, um, we won't get, we won't get tradition, into tradition. We'll the UN in. Tradition <laughs> is a terrible thing, so it is. But uh, at the same time, they do have uh, a great loyalty to their clubs out there. And long may continue, and if they can survive without amalgamating it, will be great. But I don't see it myself. Um, but best luck to both of them, because uh, town the finished the bottom of their group as well. And St. Dalton's finished the bottom of there. Great. Like so. i don't tell anyone to play it
0: together. They <laughs> play two games.
1: For, for, <laughs> play, play two games for the, for, for the relegation. Uh, well, that's the Meat Potato um, Intermediate Quarter Finals uh, looked at now. We're going to move on to the big one, obviously, the Fairyhouse Steel Senior Championship Quarter Finals. I um, <laughs> No, I said the big one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're going to look uh, Monday the 3rd of September. We spoke about this already. Monday the 3rd of September sees Wolf Tones taking on Gail Colin Kill in the preliminary quarter final. That game is to be played in Castletown under lights, and the winner of that game will take on Dunboyne, who are flying uh, in the Senior Championship. Little blemish on their year, um, uh, um, having drawn on the weekend with yeah, Dunshanklin, but they were already qualified as, as uh, group winners, um, so it didn't really matter. But you know, maybe there's a little chink there, drawn with a local rival um, in Dunshanklin. I don't think they were
0: overly bothered. I don't think. I know no. maybe they want to. Everyone wants to win every game to go out, but. I don't think if they have a Keegan Cup back in the autumn they're going to be too bothered.
1: No, absolutely not and, and uh, th- what that result did was it meant that um, uh finished uh, in that group in uh, second from bottom and the, the, the win or the draw just giving them that extra little point to make sure that Blackhall Gales were the ones who went into relegation but that looking at that now uh, Wolf Tones we've spoken about it already their hurlers are out on the Saturday they're out on the Monday and then their juniors are out and it's, well sorry Gale
0: column Gill hurlers are out on the Saturday as well so both of them have hurlers on Saturday just just to make that point as well so at least on the same boat not to say like I talked to a few lads that I know from both clubs and they're not too impressed that they have to play two important games and it just comes back and we'll, we'll have the chat again about the championship reform but this just shows you the problem with preliminary quarterfinals, like they really don't fit into a fixture schedule. The one biggest, game. One the, game.
1: The biggest problem that people have with with that is the fact that we had eight or nine weeks there during the middle of the summer where there was no football played. Mm. After Mead won the, the championship, there was barely a league game played. Mm. Um, the junior championships, the junior B championship was was off for ten weeks as well. You know, there was a lot of competitions that could have ran mm. and weren't ran, and could have been played in beautiful weather. Yeah. Could have been played when people were able to get out in the evenings and go to matches. Gate receipts would have been up. Yeah. But we've pushed all these games now to now. I know Simonstown are playing this evening in a Junior B Championship. That game was played in the middle of the summer, midweek or on the weekend. You would have got a lot of people out mm-hmm. to it, so I can see the frustration is that like there's yeah. such a big period where we've no football, and then all of a sudden you're cramming hurling football and junior all Today into four days. S- you know, yeah. you've got Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's. I understand where they're coming from. And then from. of
0: course the, w- the winner will be playing the following weekend. And, and the winner the will, will play the w-
1: following weekend against the winners of Group A, which is which is Dunboyne, which is favorites to win the senior championship. You know, like so it is it it, it is tough on both teams. Mm. But anyway, we'll get back to the actual game at hand. The Monday, the third of September, in Castleton at eight o'clock, I believe. Um mm-hmm. uh, it's Wolf Tones v Gail Column Kill, again a local derby. Um, they met in uh, in the was it in the, they met in a league semi final, I think, already this year. in yeah,
0: um, the championship last year they were both lose in semi-final not against each other but yeah. both lose in semi-final so they definitely have a lot of pedigree like.
1: they do and uh, you know it's uh, Wolf Tone's winning the the Guilherme Championship yeah. as well up in Downings um, in Donegal uh, this this game is a very hard one to call
0: yeah I know the Gale, Kill were poor enough against uh, Screen in the, the league final they didn't probably play as well as they could they debatably should have won the championship game then in Nav and Screen pipped them at the end yeah so, at screen are doing very well in the Championship, so Gail Cullen Killer will be fancying themselves. Well, Tones, maybe the last day, they were poor enough. Um, they played in Alton against Summerhill, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. they were poor enough. But again, there's lads coming back from America and these things, and they're coming from playing football. So, you hope maybe that the, the Bud Light is probably not, hopefully, affecting them too much, and they're they're ready to go for the... It'll a uh, Bud Light, want to sponsor BGA and all, if it's they hear the, this, you know. It's <laughs> the moonshine, yeah. the light, the freedom, <laughs> so this...
1: Um, the second uh, quarter-final sees Summerhill taking on St Column Kills. third one sees Reto taking on Dunham or Ashburn and the fourth one sees Simonstown taking on screen. I suppose we'll go to the second one, Summerhill v St Column Kills. Uh, St Column Kills, first time ever in a, a quarter-final, Senior Championship quarter-final. Mm-hmm. Summerhill, last year's beaten finalists, plenty of pedigree, they know what there it's like to be... Final, probably, nearly. Say again? <laughs> probably, exactly, in the yeah, probably their 100th uh, quarter-final. Exactly, probably their 100th quarter-final. They're well used to meet senior football. Uh, they know where the where it's at. They've won a senior championship. Was it in 2013? Yeah. Um, you know, so on the television,
0: we TG Carter. That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, St Column kills in unchartered territories, but you know they've got some quality footballers, and they've been to an All Ireland final at an intermediate level. And uh, you know they're they're used to the big day. But who do you see winning this one?
0: Yeah, St Colham, as you said, yeah, they, they lost that final to Westport. Yeah. Lee, Lee Keegan probably being one of the major yeah. reasons they lost. And You'd you'd have to say when you talk about tradition there, like you'd have to imagine Summerhill, like, they were quite impressive in their games this year. I probably that they're very much like the perennial powerhouses of meat football. They keep coming back every year. And the likes of Barry Dardis and these lads, they just seem to score for for fun and they, they score at will. And I don't think St Column Kills will have enough firepower maybe to beat them, but maybe the likes of Ben Brennan or, or Biggie Riley, they might have something to say about that. But... If you had to put money down you'd have to say some I think. Just on the fact that they've played probably the better football overall. And yeah. they're, they're, it helps when you're maybe you're feeling that maybe there's legs are getting tired and you realise that I've done this before, I've been to finals, I've won finals, it helps. Saint Column Kills would be very much banking on they've got there maybe an intermediate or all Ireland level, but they've never done it at the senior, so yeah. It's going to be hard to call but It Summer is Hill, a hard one yeah. to call
1: but I think Summerhill will just pip it and just before we move on as well uh, just to again to go back looking at these quarter finals I think fairly, you would have probably 99% or 90% of those teams you would have seen going through mm-hmm. the quarter finals it's interesting and it's disappointing for me uh, being from Navin to see Navin O'Matney's um, finishing second from bottom in their group and not being in the quarter final it just shows uh, you know how a season or, or a few seasons can turn a club, but I know there's great work being done in there. I know, and I have great time for Kevin Riley and a lot of those uh, Navan O'Matney's footballers, great lads. And they're probably just depending on the older guys a little bit too much, and uh, that's the, the younger lads are just not coming through um, in, in abundance like they were a couple of years ago from our Navan O'Matneys.
0: Yeah, they've had a kind of multitude of problems. I think. Uh, one of the major ones is they've had a lot of bad luck, oh, well, a lot even of injuries this well, year, even bereavements, bereavements yeah. of to players, uh, families, and uh, having it's a game where both goal, yeah, goal both goalkeepers getting injured in the one game. Yeah, yeah that's serious bad luck. And you talk about maybe about the juvenile thing that Paddy O'Brien got rested. The, the Paddy O'Brien Cup is the Under yeah. 14 Cup now, and that final is next Saturday in Aintneys, and, and he was one of the lads who got everyone playing in Aintneys, and. Hard maybe, man to replace.
1: He was an incredible, was incredible a five, man.
0: About a six or seven year maybe period there where there's not the players that he would have always kind of kind Roll of true. nurtured through. And maybe they're just like that. Maybe 16 to 25 or 30 is a bit lacking. And maybe you're nine McCaig's and some of these lads in McInnes. And these lads are Bales starting. And the whole lot. And like they're yet. just probably... Relying too much on them, but it happens. Like I, I couldn't believe I was like in the mid two thousands. O'Mahony's got relegated to intermediate. Yeah, and I would have thought that they were because when I kind of was growing up, they were always the better senior team. Then and I was saying, how did they ever happen? But just these things do happen. Yeah. And I don't think they'll be in danger going intermediate, but they just maybe need to kind of kind of stay away for the next year or two and get their panel re kind of. Reorganize and I know I, I
1: know as well. My own nephew plays for them, Shane Crosby, and he plays a lot of hurling as well. And they're trying to balance the two yeah. teams as well, and it's fairly hard and, and the mm-hmm. whole lot. But I just, I, I just wanted to give them a mention because uh, you know they, they've been so such powerhouses, powerhouses in mead football for so long, and it's just disappointing to not see them uh, going through to a quarter final. And in fact, funnily enough, Simon's and my own club would have been playing them had they beaten Screen. Um, it was a winner takes all between Screen and O'Matney's on the weekend, and it was Screen who came out victorious by ten points actually in that game. So don't end up playing Screen in, in, in their quarter final. It could have been an All navin affair, um, and Ratot taking on Dunbar ashburn yeah, So there's a, a huge uh, uh, looking at that game. That's a massive game. Dunbar Ashford v Ratot, a local derby. Um, Ratot have been, you know, climbing that ladder and climbing that ladder, and, and probably have. Um, haven't reached the heights that they should have, but Dunham or Ashburn as well. They've been to county finals. They've lost them. We're taught. They've promised so much. There's a huge carrot at the end of the uh, stick for 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 these two teams. Absolutely, like I said, we taught them. We'll talk about the hurling in a minute,
0: but they're in the semi final at the hurling too. Just shows you when you've got two kind of elite panels, a lot of dual players. It does work when you've gone well, positive training. We're taught a lot of county players last years. or have had their county players too, obviously. Uh, again it's a tight one Like The game Reto- I know
1: Reto- Reto- gave them A tight hiding in the league Yeah And War Are going to be out To put that right as well
0: Yeah Was that Was that with The county players Or without them Do you know uh, It was with the county players With them So yeah. they were, that could be Interesting Because Rataut Reto- said They do have the players They were relatively Kind of uh, Poor Even though they were Quite convincing winners Rotot the last day In Paratolshen They kind of Were never really in doubt But yet they were Like Evan Wallace Kicked the ball Into the goalie's hands Three or four times Yeah, I think he scored four or five points as well. It was kind of one of these games where they were never in doubt and they just kind of were ticking a box. But I think we're taught, I think it's going to be hard to rule them out. But Donor Marsh will maybe just have the the experience to get them over the line. And then, of course, Simon said, I heard there's a a rumour that they're going to follow a Mayo tactic. They're going to get a big full forward and... Put him in fullback and Paddy O'Rourke. I think it was you. I think they were talking about was it. Like, you're <laughs> yeah, gonna go yeah. Mark and Paddy O'Rourke. No, I think next is a,
1: a big, tall. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> not <laughs> a big, just not just a big. Oh, yeah. I I think you might do a job in Paddy, would you? <laughs> um, no, it, look, that's that's gonna be a, a massively tough game for Simonstown. I think so. Um, and
0: of course, and it's kind of a shout out to Connor Nash and that too. Like he's he's made yeah. a very successful career, starting to to start off in Australia, and he's got his recent contract upgrade yeah. there. And I think like we wish him the best from EGA's point of view and I always remember that he's a home me, EGA and a home now. i oh Navon. just
1: watching just watching the clips from the yeah. game against the Swans the other night and uh, like he's just an yeah. incredible athlete you yeah. know and and, and, what, like, and, and, and to, to watch the things that he was doing you're just going God can you imagine him playing for me? Can you plan- imagine
0: him playing for Simonstown? Stick to some fell in in Sky Blue and Navy. <laughs> Hopefully <that'll be laughs> I'm, I'm, What I've been doing
1: as well is not the same man No, no <laughs> obviously, yeah. what I, uh, uh, obviously a dub. But um, <laughs> I was looking at the, uh, the clips of Connor Nash over the weekend. Um, what I always do as well is I like to go in and read what the comments are yeah, underneath yeah. these oh, yeah. uh, from, from like Aussie Rules fo- yeah, followers. Yeah. Uh, That's what they
0: give a hoot about the Mead Senior are these, yeah. are, these are These are native Australians
1: yeah. who are uh, commenting on it and whatever and the, the positiveness that around their comments is just incredible and they're, and they're saying that he's going to be probably the next real star and that you know they really know how to pick them and I have to agree they really do know how to pick them because he's a huge lot then again he's not going he, to attack every year come he, he back he would and been playing, final he would have been playing final <laughs> be, no he's not allowed unfortunately no. um, he said that in the podcast yeah, exactly. uh, on Ball Zari, um that uh, he wouldn't be allowed to uh, come back this year and play but a big shout out to Conor Nash as he said when we met mentioned Simonson. Um, brilliant to see him doing so well over there and long may it continue and um, we're delighted to see it. Now the winners of those quarterfinals that we said, Dunboyne v Wolf-Tones or Gail column kill So the winner of that which we kind of presume will be Dunboyne yeah. will take on the winners of Simonson and Screen. The winners of Ratoth and Dunamore-Ashburn will take on the winners of Summerhill and St. Kills. Again looking down at our eight or nine uh, quarterfinalists in, uh, in, in, in the senior championship. You've got one, you've got uh, two, three, four, and you could probably throw in Summerhill and uh, screen into that as well. Um, South Mead teams all in around that uh, um, commuter area yeah. of Mead, and um, all doing well. So it's it's uh, it's no surprise at the same time that no, like, you know that the teams if, if you were up searching area, the ruralness well. of
0: the clubs like the Wolf Tones. You could debate that they're a rural club, but then they've got three primary schools in the parish. Like it's a big pick, it's a big club, too. Like yeah. they have a lot of people, Kells, to pick from. North Mead. It's urban again, but they have a lot to pick for a good exactly. tradition. Exactly.
1: And then Simonston be, being on the edge of Navan, yeah. dead centre, Mead, the heart of Mead, we yeah. call it Simonston.
0: Well, um, Nav, it's in Navan <laughs> Parish, don't forget, so you can yeah. get them from everywhere in the town.
1: Exactly, yeah. So but it is interesting just to have a look at that. Again, all these quarterfinals will take place on the 7th, 8th and 9th of September so get out and uh, follow your teams. It's going to be massive weekend of football in Mead as we always say um, <laughs> because the way it's running at the minute it's every two weeks you're going to have four quarterfinals in your Feria Steel Championship, uh, Senior Championship, you're gonna have four uh, intermediate, Mead-Potato intermediate quarterfinals, and you're gonna have four chocolate Materic Junior quarterfinals. That's the football done. We've had a look at that. We've said how we think those games are gonna finish, and uh, we'll have a look at that in more depth. Um, after the next round of championship next weekend we have uh, the Ted Murtis senior hurling championship quarter finals taking place both of them are taking place on Saturday the 1st of September at 3pm in Park Tolcham we'll see Kiltail taking on Longwood and at 4.30pm on the 1st of September in Park Tolchin, also straight away after the Kiltail Longwood game you see Killian taking on Trim so um, uh, the semi finals will see Watoth taking on the winner of Kiltail and Longwood and Kildocky taking on the winner of Killian and trim so um, it's uh, a big weekend um, of Hurling next weekend we've got those two games there's also the game on Friday night which sees Rathout and Kildaki taking, uh, uh, taking each other on in the league division one final and that's taking place in Dungani at 8.15 on Friday evening so uh, nice little bit of pre- preparation for both of those teams before the semi-final
0: I think absolutely it's 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 building up the Hurling like it has all year and across the country as well as that saying or Tommy Brennan from Don't say he said that to me before, he says that football was for men and hurling is for heroes. And he said, I think it really is kind of coming to fruition now that the Hurling Championship is picking up again. And like all these teams, like I'm looking forward to these games, Like really, I'm looking forward to being a part of Tulsa at the weekend. I'm part, looking forward to being in that game in Dungani, I think it's going to be a great final. I think that the Hurling is just picking up the standard and even my own club, Clemson, we finished bottom of the group and we played our tot the last day. Nearly had them bet and they just come back. It was so exciting and the standard of the hurling is just skyrocketing. And I think Kiltale coming in now, bottom of that group group A4, the the fourth place. Longwood won't sit down and take their beating. Kline playing Trim, like Trim are coming good. They're getting lads back, Mm -hmm. getting fit, I think. They're going to be serious games on Saturday, so... I don't know, I wouldn't like to predict them now, and I'm not going to, because my record is good, so whenever I keep my mouth shut, I, my record can't get any worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that just goes down as a wrong answer, if you don't say anything. That's no, way you're draw, well, are You're marks. a, sco- yes. a schoolteacher, and you should know that. <laughs> yes, sir, if you yes. write nothing at all, you're, <laughs> it's a you wrong answer. You no marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, But look, as you said... Well, kiltail really, and trim, then, if I have to be. Kiltail, kiltail and trim, so you're going to say it's going to be a Rathaut Kiltale. Even though will be hard to bet, but that's why I'm More saying <laughs> this. We'll go with pick Tremel. It's
0: hard to go against Longwood, but I think Kiltail as champions will
1: have enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, uh, I agree with you on Kiltail I think Longwood, who've been flying, and you know they're, they've got this winning yeah. mentality going at the minute. I just don't don't think that they're going to be up to mm. the county champions uh, no. standard, um, and uh, it'll be a toss. And
0: Kiltail gave Kilkenny a good trim in the last rounds. I wonder, will they bounce back? They, they're clemesson them Nash in the quarter-final, I think Killein-Trim, that's going to be tight. That'll be a real one or two point affair. I think Kiltail will win by five or six. But I think the Kline trim you have a potential of extra time and a tight game, I think.
1: But I hope so, just for the entertainment value of it. And then that'll see the semi-finals then taking place two weeks hmm. later. On uh, the yeah. weekend of the 15th of September So um, that's uh, all the hurling for, for next weekend So get out and support your teams This is Ted Murthurs, uh, uh, Ted Murthyr Trim Senior Hurling Championship quarter-finals 3pm and 4.30pm next Saturday At uh, the 1st of September In Park and Kiltail v Longwood and Killian v Trim And both of them fighting Or all four of them fighting for a place In the semi-finals against Wathhout and Kildarki. We've already given Conor Nash a mention so uh, we'll move on from that and I, just before we finish up obviously we're going to uh, talk maybe about the, 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 the ticket drop for well, the house but a special mention to the Mead ladies uh, football team who made it through to the All-Ireland Intermediate Final after a massive win against Roscommon in Dr Hyde Park on the weekend, winning three goals and 18 to two goals and five. Stacey Grimes uh, continuing her uh, great form this year, scoring 1-7 for Mead, um, and and an emphatic win sees them taking on Tyrone in an All-Ireland Final on Sunday the 16th of September. I've been to the All-Ireland uh, Ladies Finals in Croker and it's an absolutely wonderful day. It's the, the atmosphere is absolutely incredible. The numbers, the attendance has been going up year on year for the last five years. Um, I think last year it was 45,000, 50,000 people. Yeah. Um, I, in 2013, Cavan uh, were playing in the All-Ireland Intermediate Finals, same as the, the Mead Ladies and uh, they won it, uh, uh, I think it was by... A point in the end or two points in the end, but the atmosphere in Crow Park on that day is absolutely fantastic. So I'm sure that the Mead Ladies uh, um, Committee will be uh, getting as much advertising and as much. But
0: the the LGBT do a great job, especially with Little since Little have come on yeah. board. And at last year, I think they even even the optics. They looked well that they put everyone in the one stand, so the the cameras Crow Park looked a lot fuller, even though it was obviously. Only half full nearly. Yeah. It looked well and, and I think even I think it's up to the clubs. It's the same with everything. Like county boards can do so much and individuals can say and encourage, but the likes of Dunsay, I saw today on Facebook, the ladies' club are organising a bus and getting group tickets for the members. I think that's whatever there's fifty nine clubs in Mead, and there's a few uh, a few of them are kind of amalgamated for the ladies, like the Range and a few of these kind of clubs. But there's no reason why these lads can't get a bus. It's a lot easier to get it like lads will be begging you and crying looking for a, a football ticket for the lads final or for the lads hurling final and nobody's ringing me crying looking for a ticket for this slack like, and I think this yeah. is your chance Do you want to get to another final in Crow Park you've got every club should be having a bus and a ticket for any Absolutely,
1: it. and it really is a wonderful, wonderful day um, it's 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 hard to explain the the, the um, atmosphere on ladies final yeah. day but it's 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 a completely different atmosphere it's a real family orientated yeah. day and uh, it's it's a, it's a full day out yeah. it's not just you know get up get your pack and get to the match yeah. hopefully enjoy a game of football uh, it's just a wonderful day out, I have to say, and I couldn't recommend it more highly. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant family day out. Um, get up on, uh, as we said, on Sunday the sixteenth of September, and support Mead as they take on Tyrone in the All Ireland uh, Ladies Intermediate Final. Again, well done to the ladies on, on, on their, um, booking their spot. In the intermediate final. Um, before we finish up, Kieran, um, we've spoken them at the end of each of the podcasts, and we're going to you know, break a tradition of a lifetime. Absolutely. Um, the draw, the house draw. Absolutely. Um, it's flying
0: and getting my phone, my phone number is the one that's on the, the website, and I've got phone calls from everywhere: Frankfurt and Brussels, Australia. And I said, "That's Bohrmein, wasn't it?" That was my quip the last time. I've, I've had loads of phone calls from everywhere. You name it, and people come up to me at work and everything. And I think at the moment, like, why could you turn it down? There's, Going to, if you want to get into one of the three draws, it's going to cost you 100 quid to have a one in 12,000 chance of winning a house. But the one that I think is people should be going for there's a three house draw, 250 euros, and you get a ticket for each individual draw. So that means you've got three individual chances of winning a house, and there's nine cash prizes. Like it really is, every cent of it is going to go towards rebuilding Partholcen and improving the infrastructure. So if you're like I think if you're as I said like it's like going to war like an able-bodied person out there, male or female, whatever it is, if you have any interest in Gaelic games, and Mead, get a ticket for your own benefit and to benefit the, the wider GA community.
1: Yeah, the houses are valued at 275,000 euro At the moment, each. and they're going at, up. That's what I was just about to say. At the moment, or at the time of uh, printing the tickets, they were valued at 275,000. I've seen some of these houses they're definitely rising if they haven't gone up by 10% already i'd be very very surprised that they're worth probably around the three hundred thousand mark as you said tickets are 100 euro each with a special discount rate of 250 euro for anyone interested in purchasing tickets for each of the three draws and um, so and then looking at it you can purchase your ticket online today via myclubfinances.com or you can find out more um, by visiting royalhousedraw.com so that's the best one it, to get to yeah, yeah myclubfinances.com or royalhousedraw.com um, and uh, as Kieran said get into the royalhousedraw.com when it seems to be the easier one to go through limited at 12,000 tickets um, uh, per draw look it's a no-brainer a hundred euro could see you with a house worth approximately €300,000 um, by the time the draw comes around. Uh, Kieran, that's it for this week. Uh, Owen, thank you again for coming in and uh, giving me your in-depth knowledge on each of the championships and, of course, on the hurling. Um, it is a big love of yours. Absolutely sure. It's a better
0: game than football as I said. It's <laughs> yeah. harder you're smaller ball, it's much harder. <laughs> smaller ball, harder <laughs> it?
1: it's harder to see as well if you've got bad eyesight, but um anyways, look uh, That's why you're as forward <laughs> is <isn't> it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As we said, get out and support your teams, those games taking place that the, the um, preliminary quarter finals taking place on third of September, the first of September, and the fourth of September. So the first, third, and fourth of September, and then the weekend following, seventh eighth, and ninth, we'll see all of the quarter finals taking place. So thanks again for listening. If you have any queries or if you have anything you want us to bring up in the show. Do get in contact with us on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, we are meet on Facebook and we are uh, at We Are Mead on Twitter. So, again, don't forget We Are Mead. Why? It matters more.